Right, here we go again. Another week of it, right? Well, at least my cough's not as bad this week as what it was last week. Guys, hope you're all doing well out there since the last time we spoke to you last Thursday. Welcome back to another week of shenanigans here on the Mirror Army podcast. What a weekend it's been. What a last few days it's been since last Thursday, since I last spoke to you. Um, you haven't checked out last week's podcast, Tuesdays and last Thursdays uh, Unleashed episodes. You can go back and check them out. Whether you're listening to this podcast now here on Spotify, Apple Music or on YouTube or wherever else podcasts are available. Yes, back for Norway, guys. Must say, my uh, my cough isn't as bad now over the last two or three days compared to what it was um, last week, and the week before, and the week before, and the week. <laughs> this is continuous. But the thing is now, my son now has it. Brooke had a little bit of a sniffle. I still have a wee bit of a sort of like tail end of a coldy type thing, as you'll probably hear still in my voice, but... As we currently record this podcast today, Lewis, my son, is currently in bed, which seems to be like a bit of a throat infection, stroke, cough. Um, not COVID, by the way, in case anybody out there who thinks it is, for all you COVID fanatics out there, which I still get emails about to this day, which we're going to briefly touch on today because i got some interesting things I want to talk about that today. Um, but yeah, Lewis isn't currently well at the moment, he's in his bed, and it's uh, it's been a rough few days for him. Um, we were at football on Saturday there, and I sort of noticed the difference in his voice. Sunday came around, we watched the football. Liverpool beat Man City, by the way. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> what a result for the Mighty Reds this past weekend. Um, and then I thought, you know, something or something not right about him. So I sent him to bed early on Sunday night, and he's currently in bed uh, coughing. I'm not feeling great. He was off school yesterday. Uh, this podcast being recorded on Tuesday morning. Um, but yesterday he was off for teacher training day, which I don't know how many teacher training days there is a year like, but anyway, um, him and his sister were off yesterday and he just, he just, he just didn't seem himself. We were out yesterday. If you haven't saw the vlog, we were out yesterday, um, trying to find that stupid prime drink, whatever it's called. Um, I want to talk about that in a minute too as well, but just as the day went on yesterday he just kept coughing and coughing and coughing and I just thought you know something we'll see how he is in the morning we got him um, locket sweets for his throat and we got him throat cough medicine and stuff last night and we're going to get him up this morning and he couldn't even hardly talk and his throat is swollen and he's not great so I rang a doctor got him over to the doctors this morning and they confirmed it's like a slight throat infection so he'll more likely be off school for the next day or two the joys but it's the winter time where everybody seems to pick up colds and sniffles and everything else. So yes, as we speak, Lewis is currently unwell. The joys. Anyway guys, before I continue on with the podcast, I'd just like to do my thing I like to call the housekeeping. If you're listening to us for the first time here on the Murami podcast, you can get in touch with us with the following methods. If you want to get in touch with us to drop an email to us, we can talk about anything you want, subjects, any questions, anything out there, Murami podcast yahoo.com if you want to go and check out our website which you can get all that's like a basic mirror army hub where you can get all our youtube videos from all our channels whether it be myself the mirror army youtube channel red men football adventures you can get our merch on there as well which i'm still waiting for new merch to be dropped by the way yep it was supposed to be dropped last week but it hasn't but once it's dropped i will let you know uh, mirrorarmy.co.uk you can check out all our social media posts photographs and more it's like a mirror army hub um, me personally I've been doing a lot of work on the website the last few days with a friend of mine we're trying to get it revamped into a more uh, presentable website so mirrorarmy.co.uk you can go and get all your merch and more so and also you want to contact me personally on Instagram you can do it by contacting official Matthew Mirror on Instagram which I got a really cool message on Instagram the other day, which I'm going to read out later on in the podcast. 
Um, and also if you want to contact us on Facebook, Moor Army YouTube channel on Facebook, please drop a like on that page. We're almost at a thousand likes. Hmm, fantastic. Yes guys, so what a week it's been. Oh, well, what a weekend it's been. Um, scurry weekend in some parts as well because of what happened at the weekend with football. Now, I'm not going to talk about football much on the podcast today because I've got a lot of things I want to talk about. Um, it's just, it was really scurry. Me and Lewis got up and I got up on Saturday morning as always, got ourselves ready. We have met our friend Joe, the goalkeeper, stroke goalkeeping coach at the Welders, went to the, the match on Saturday. Big six-pointer, bottom-of-the-table clash for the Welders. A must-win. And it started off brightly. The boys were playing really, really well. It was going really well today. Uh, on the day, met a couple of uh, viewers as well who turned up at the game. Big shout-out to the boys who came over and said hello to us. Um, but just obviously a normal Saturday. Football was going well. Everything was all going according to plan. And the game ended up being postponed at half-time because... Of a serious injury. Now I know injuries occur in football and stuff like that, but it was frightening to see this because earlier on stages in the first half, one of our players actually fractured his ankle and was carried off on a stretcher and taken to hospital. Which is don't get me wrong, a serious injury. Like, but then just before half time, the ball was in the corner of the pitch, and one of our defenders trying to clear the ball. And he hit the ball that hard, it smacked one of the Derby players in the face and knocked him out cold. And the scary part about it was, it's the way he fell over. He looked like a floppy doll being dropped on a floor. It was so eerie to watch back. I mean, just you know when the cameraman uh, uh, matches. And I've watched back the footage. The way he just flopped over and collapsed. Out cold, the boys ran over, turned him over and stuff. And literally, oh, it was frightening to watch. So the referee... But a minute to go before half time, called it up for half time, and then literally about five minutes before it was supposed to kick off again. I think it was just ten minutes maybe after it was supposed to kick off again. Um, they made an announcement that the game was postponed because of health and safety, because of the guy. But here's the thing that really, really annoyed me the most: the fact that the guy had to wait almost well, I would say even an, an hour for an ambulance. I know the road down nearby near the ground. Was had was obviously shut because of roadworks, and on a busy Saturday afternoon, that's the, that's the wrong thing to do. But again, hopefully it's finished now. But an hour to get an ambulance for a, a guy who had a serious head injury, and it was just eerie the fact that that guy had to lie there, and then the, the fact that it started to rain, and everybody had to cover and put like coverings over him and umbrellas over him and all to keep him dry and warm until the start. An hour for an ambulance, guys. This is the thing that really annoys me about this. The fact that you have to wait so long for an ambulance now. Now I know obviously there's people out there who are not in emergency situations. But for people who are in emergency situations. I'll tell you a story. This lady who I knew. Well not knew. I knew her family. Um, was an elderly lady who fell. In her home. Her bungalow. Had a serious head injury. And fell and, and I think she maybe broke her pelvis and broke her hip and all at the same time. And she tried to call for an ambulance. Eight hours for an ambulance. That woman ended up dying on her kitchen floor. Due to the severity of her head injuries. Eight hours for an ambulance. Like seriously. You know and I was talking to, this is a funny thing as well. I was talking to one of the representations of the, the Derby Football Club on Saturday, and where they live, around Castle Durgar. He was telling me. He says to me, "You know, we always we're always told in our town where we live in Castle Durgar. I said, what's that there? He goes, ring for a fire brigade instead of ringing for, if say it's a heart problem or a serious issue, like say someone's having a heart attack or something. I says, yeah. He goes, ring for a fire brigade instead of an ambulance. You'll probably get a fire brigade quicker. And I says, well, why a fire brigade? He says, because they're trained. In CPR, where they can actually resuscitate people and bring people around quicker, so you're probably better off getting a fire brigade than what you are getting an ambulance. And I'm thinking to myself, what? Like seriously? And he goes, "I'm being serious, Matthew." And I sort of went, Re- "Like what? Are you ring a fire brigade of someone's like in that type of situation?" And he goes, "Yeah, seriously, because of their training they have now." And I'm kind of thinking, 
What type of world are we living in now? The fact that people are ringing fire brigades for situations like you know, like that. And I'm going, like, what is going on in this world? Like, see, since the COVID situation, like, staff being sacked because they refused to get a job. You know what I mean? And and, and people being let go and, and they're saying the NHS is flooded and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going, okay, your fellow's on the floor having a heart attack. Ring a fire brigade, they'll get here quicker. Fire brigade, really, seriously. I thought the guy was winding me up. And I just went, because he says, where well, they live in Castle Dark, all the firefighters are part-time. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is he on about? He's, he's pulling my leg. I think, no, nothing being serious. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, but that guy, the fence of the almonds got there and took him away. Now, lucky enough, we, we, we got the news broke back to us on Saturday night that he only had a concussion. And he was sent home with his family. And this guy lives in, apparently lives in Donegal, apparently. And apparently he's doing good. So, fair play to him. He's doing all right. And we'll probably see him. Or we'll hear from him even. Um, we'll have to replay the game again, which God knows when that's going to be. Um, and releasing the R player as well, he dislocated his ankle. Apparently he popped it back at himself on the side of the pitch. Uh, he's in good spirits. I'm actually on my way to train him tonight, so I'll find out more about him tonight. But, yeah, it's just scary, guys, the fact that they have to wait so long for an ambulance now. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, you could be lying on the floor dying, like, by the time they get here, you're dead. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But that was our Saturday. So it was, that was our Saturday. And it was uh, a weird Saturday because we were back home early from football and had no highlights to put out because obviously the game had stopped. Um, it was just a strange, strange day, so it was. But yeah, it was just uh, Saturday for me personally was even a, a, a bad day as it was because of a lot of probably personal things going on at the moment. But even so, you know, that sort of made it even an airier day, you know what I mean? But that was Saturday for you. But uh, yeah, <laughs> strange. But guys, I want to talk. I want to talk about a lot of you have been getting in touch with me about this COVID situation in relation to the news that has broke over the last couple of days in relation to. Uh, obviously, I don't like to talk about COVID very much on here because you have to be careful what you say in case somebody gets offended and thinks somebody thinks I'm an anti vaxxer and blah, 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 and all this nonsense. You know, I maybe should have saved this for the Unleashed podcast, but. On Thursday, but I just wanted to bring it up because a lot of you've been getting in touch with me about your experiences with the likes of the COVID lockdowns and what's happened to you and your families and situations that's happened with you with COVID and blah blah blah. You know, it's just like okay, I'm gonna bring this up because the last few days it's broken the news. Now this is the thing that really, really ticks me off the most is the fact that the mainstream media, as in the i.e. the B the BBC or the Beeb as they're called. ITV, Sky News, no, or I don't even know why they're reporting this or not, but I found this in other news sources. There was a meeting from some health forum thing in, I think it was in Holland, over the last few days, and it's come out now, it's been admitted by the company, that the Pfizer vaccine apparently was not tested fully before it was put out on the market to be injected into millions of people's arms all across the world, all down to trans... trans what's that word again? Trans miscibility or something it's called um, for you stop getting COVID and blah blah blah. Do you remember guys back in the time where they were saying you need to get the, the, the COVID jab because it stops you from getting it? What a load of crap. You still get it if you have jobs. And now they're saying that this wasn't even tested before it was put out and for the emails I've got about it the last few days, people saying like, Matthew you got to bring this up you got to bring this up. you got to talk about this. You know, I'm like, okay. I can only say certain things about it because, number one, this is a family-friendly podcast on the Tuesday. But again, you know, with this whole cancel culture and, you know, this time 18 months ago, if you were talking about the vaccine, they were calling you an anti-vaxxer and they were calling you, you know, a conspiracy theorist and all this nonsense. But what's come out now um, over the last few days is worrying it's not surprising because I've been talking about this off my YouTube, off channel, off my YouTube channel, off camera, and all to my family and to my friends, and it's worrying, guys. And I'll be totally honest with you. I mean, I've never been anti-vaxxer. At the end of the day, if you're old and elderly and you need a vaccine, then get it. Certainly, but after what I've been hearing over the last few months, 
And for what I heard about the other day in relation to that advisor job, they can take their COVID job and stick it where the sun doesn't shine because they're not getting any more injections into my arm. Um, I had two. The you know try and obviously at the time they were saying like you know save your granny and save your granda and and, and you know get jabbed and, and 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 it'll protect you and it'll protect your family and it'll stop you from getting COVID. What a load of crap! You still catch it, even though you have a job. Now people say to me. You know, oh, about the flu, you have the flu job, but you still get the flu, it stops you. But guys, if they're not even testing these jabs and putting them out, like, what is going on? Like, seriously? Like, what? A, like, uh, like, give you an example. My mum's sister, who works in a car home, has had three jobs. She went for another booster job uh, last week. And within a day ill, like seriously ill, in bed, ill, ill, as in like really, really ill because of it. Give you another example, football at the weekend, talking to one of the boys of football at the weekend, his neighbours and his street, married couple, both had their fourth Pfizer job, where are they now? Hospital, sick, not with Covid, just ill. A guy I know from uh, Belfast, I'm not going to give his name. With his partner since he was 14 years of age. This is a true story. 14 years of age they've been together. Now it's not very often you see 14 year olds <laughs> staying together for this period of time. She was 34, 35 his partner was. Fit and healthy girl. Never smoked. Never drank. Always that healthy. Beautiful girl. Been together 20 odd years. 20, 21 years, whatever it was. Took her COVID job. She died. What job did she take? Pfizer. Now that annoys me. And I didn't want to bring that story up ever on the podcast. But after what I saw the other day about this job thing. Guys, it's worrying. Now don't get me wrong. I've said this before. I'm not anti-vaxxer. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. At the end of the day, I have my views on it. And people have contacted me from all different walks of life and saying to me, you know, oh, I have to get this. No, I know a person on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, who's had six COVID jobs. Really? What are you, a human pincushion? Six COVID jobs. Wow. Like, really? Don't get me wrong. If you want to get your jobs, that's fine. Keep yourself safe. I've always said from the start, guys, it's always been an old person disease. I explained this before in the podcast where I worked in care homes. I told you my situation about people who lived and worked in care homes and all about their scenario when they got flus and pneumonias and things they got there back in the day when I worked in care homes. But the, the point is, I'm making here is, this this, this is worrying now. This, this, this story has broken. And the mainstream media are not obviously exposing it because... They were one of the ones that were doing all the scaremongering, like, you know, stay at home. This is, I was sitting there laughing about it the other day with Tony. I was sitting, not laughing about the visor thing, but just in general, some of the stuff that used to say to you, you know, you know, stay at home, but go out. Help out to eat out, but stay at home. Stay away from your family, but you're allowed to be having a bubble. It's like all these stupid rules, you know. Starting to say the shop like sheep lined up, you know. Oh, the list goes on and on. But I just wanted to touch on it briefly, guys, because at the end of the day, this news broke the other day and it's really, really worrying for me and I'm really, really concerned. You know, and the point, <laughs> the thing that worries me the most is I had the visor jobs, both of them. I, I'm not going to make up some BS story here to sort of gain views or gain listeners or whatever. You know, since I had the COVID job, right, my back has not been the same. My energy levels have been very, very low. Where I've been drinking a lot more coffee. Uh, maybe a bit more of the energy drinks that I shouldn't be drinking. You know, my sleeping pattern's been messed up. And I just haven't been feeling the same since it. Now, could it be because of that? I don't know. But again, everybody, everybody's different. You know, and... Now that I hear all this story, and I even want to watch that conference where that person turned around and a, a gentleman from Holland asked the lady from Pfizer 
in front of a room full of people and cameras everywhere around the world, you know, saying, was this fully tested before it was put out? Oh, we were going by the quickness of science and blah, blah, blah. No, it wasn't tested. Are you serious? Like, I asked my mum this question yesterday. My mum's a bit sceptical now about getting the third job. And she's still a bit scared. If you probably watched my vlog from yesterday, where we were out yesterday shopping. Mum still wears her wee mask when she's out shopping and stuff, and she's still a bit weary and whatever. You know? And I even said to her about getting her job and stuff like that, and she was like, oh, I don't know how to get it now or not, you know? After that whole story came out of Pfizer and stuff, I mean, Mum, they rushed the vaccine too quick. You think about it, there was flu around for years. I even said to Mum yesterday, I asked her a normal question. I want to close this subject shortly, we better hear, guys. But I asked her yesterday, I says, Mum, whenever you were my age, or not my age, sorry, whenever you were like, say, Brooks age 16, was there a flu job back around them days? And she says, I can't remember, I don't think there was, no. It took them years to create a flu job, but it took them six months to create a COVID job. And they said COVID was worse than the flu. Think about that. I don't know. As I said, yeah, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a, an anti-vaxxer, blah, blah, blah. If you want to get it, pro-life, pro pro-choice. But they always kept hounding you saying, you must get the job. If you don't get the job, you're killing people. You know, you're doing this, you're doing that. No, you're killing people around, you know. Who's, the shoe's only our foot and eyes, though. All the people who were called anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists now are all sort of going, well, we kind of told you so, didn't we? Personal choice. If you want to get it, get it. If you don't, don't. It's your body. I always, I always say, my body, my life, my choice. And if you can't accept that, then if I, has a, I have a rule now in my life. If you're a negative person, if you create negativity around me or my family, you will not be part of my life or my family because you will be told swiftly, I don't want that type of negativity around my life because I've had too much negativity in my life to do me a lifetime. Believe me. And I, these people are saying like, oh, you don't have the vaccine. You are you are killing people. Okay, I know plenty of people who haven't had the job and they either haven't had it or when they've had it, there's been nothing wrong with them. So figure that one out. So I don't know, guys. It's it's a worrying it's a worrying statistic. So what is the fact that this came out over the last few days? And I'm sort of scratching my head and going, right? What's next? You know what I mean? And then we're talking about the, this whole where the way the world is now. I mean, you think about it, guys. COVID has divided this world. It's as simple as that. And I don't care what anybody says. It's been people people argue with each other, people fall out with each other, families break up, relationships break up, which I know personally about that. You know, COVID really did, it's destroyed businesses, it's destroyed everything you can think of, it's just, it's crazy. And a, a, an interesting fact that was reported the other night there, Mark Dolan from GB News reported the other night there saying that, you know, Sweden was the only country in the whole of Europe that didn't do lockdowns and didn't do all that nonsense. And they only had a fraction of the uh, statistics of death of COVID and stuff like that was what they're saying. They didn't shut down the economy. They didn't do all that stuff that everybody else was doing, like lock everybody away like animals. And they're all fine. So... Guys, I could talk about it all day, but I'm not going to, but just wanted to bring that wee subject up because a lot of you have contacted me over the last few days about it. Now, I know a couple of you did e email me about or contact me about the COVID situation, about your different scenarios, about, you know, how it affected you and stuff. You know, some of you were contacting me about the uh, the lockdowns and how it affected you and stuff like that. And I, I talked about this a few weeks ago where, you know, the silly rules that they made, you know, like when you're out walking, you're allowed to walk so far away from your home and you weren't allowed to mix with other people and you weren't allowed to do all these different things and it was just like, really? You know, it's just crazy. But I did get an interesting message there um, on the Facebook fan page and uh, uh, this really, really sort of stood out for me. Um, a girl called Ashley contacted me and she said to me, the following in relation to you know another time where you were allowed to have meetups you wanted to meet your friends i told the story about the two girls who got arrested in the park for having a coffee i had told the stories about the wee old man that was arrested for eating an ice cream in the street stickers on park benches saying you can't sit here because of covid 
you can only walk your dog for so far, you can only go out so far. I mean, over here in Northern Ireland, you know, people were having gatherings, which they shouldn't have done, well, so to say. People were getting heavy fines, and people were getting arrested, and people were getting put in jail for the night over the stupidest things. But this one here stood out for me. Um, I know I did promise I'd read this out about a week or so ago to the listener, but again, obviously, <laughs> trying to squeeze everybody in as much as I can here. So this is it here. Was listening to your Unleashed podcast, and you were saying about the two girls getting arrested for having a cuppa in the park. What's them girls? I think they were from Blackburn. Was it in Blackburn, England? They ended up being on this morning TV as well, over it all. She says, I have a story for you. We've had problems with our upstairs neighbours for about a year now. During COVID, when no one was allowed to visit anyone or ha- or have house parties, etc. What she used to do was have house parties and there were about 20 to 30 in her flat. Well, certainly I wouldn't stand for that even if there wasn't COVID around. Um, she'd be swiftly told where to go. The police was called out because uh, they kept us awake and uh, other neighbours awake, uh, obviously because of the COVID rules. And the police didn't do anything but just talked to one of the neighbours and went away. I think it was disgraced why how she acted that night as the girl broke all the COVID rules while everybody else in our area was told to stay away from each other, weren't allowed to walk, etc. and do things like that. She broke the rules big time. And she just got a, uh, a slap on the wrist by innocent people abiding by the rules still get SH1T on. <laughs> Put on. <laughs> yeah, I would agree because there were some of the rules... Thanks for your message, Ashley, by the way. Big shout-out to her, by the way. She's a long-time listener and obviously a viewer of the channel because obviously we'll see some of the old messages. Um, yeah, I would agree. I mean, like them girls getting arrested in the park in Blackburn for, for coming from two separate houses to get in two separate cars to go to two different separate places to get a coffee to come and sit more than six feet apart in a car and they were arrested on the spot. Old man getting dragged to the ground for eating ice cream <laughs> in a park. People like walking their dog, ask, questioning them where they're going. You know, you can't sit in the park bench because COVID's sitting beside you and it's going to jump all over you. <laughs> Some of the rules didn't make any sense, guys. And again, I would talk about it all day, but I'm not going to because at the end of the day, you know, I've talked about it before and it's just, it's baffling. It's worrying. So what is it really, it really is worrying. But I don't know. Thanks for your question. I actually appreciate it. But yeah. It's worrying about this Pfizer thing. I don't know what way it's going to go. And I would like to hear what you think about it, guys. Podcast at yahoo.com or drop me an email or message on the social. I'd appreciate it. And I'll obviously get back to you as much as I can. But anyway, yes, moving away from that nonsense to what you probably saw on my podcast the other day. What is this obsession with this Logan Paul and KSI Prime drink? Is it? It's not an energy drink. It's a hydration drink. Whatever it is, I don't know. What is this obsession with young ones? Literally, I mean this literally fighting to get this drink. Now, anybody there who doesn't know who Logan Paul is, Logan Paul is one of the biggest YouTubers on the planet. Me personally, I think he should have been. I know I'm not into cancel culture and stuff like that, but I think after what video we made in that. Years ago about that person that was found dead. I think he should have been kicked off YouTube because of that. But again, I don't know. If it had been me, I'd have probably been put in jail for it. But that's nothing for another day. He's now involved in WWE. Which I must say, he's actually quite a decent performer. He's only had two matches, but he's actually been pretty alright. Like. Um, but he created this drink with other YouTuber, KSI. Who's a YouTuber involved with, I think he's a part-time boxer or whatever it is as well. And this new drink called Prime. All these young ones are fighting like mad to get to this drink. Like, what is going on? Like, seriously? I mean, I was out yesterday, as you probably saw in the vlog, Lewis, we were out doing a bit of shopping yesterday, I said he Lewis was off with uh, the teacher training day. So dad's mum took a shop in the Asda, which, by the way, that's an army thing I want to talk about briefly, Asda. Hmm, sort your prices out. <sighs> but anyway, yes, went to Asda, and there was no drinks on the shelf. And Lewis was a little bit disappointed. I'm going, Lewis, it's a drink. It's a drink. Really? Oh, but Dad, it's really cool and it's nice and I really want a bottle of it and stuff. And I'm like, really? I I have a family member who works for Asda. And they put a photograph up on their, their Facebook page the other day about it describing the drink. Saying it wasn't overly great. And then I was talking to the person last night and they were saying that st- staff in Asda are getting fit, uh, 
verbally and physically abused because of this drink. Like, what is going on? Like, seriously, over a bottle of... Now, I found a video this morning on a reel on, I think it was Instagram, this guy describing it. Obviously, what's inside it and blah, blah, blah. He just basically said it's flavoured water. And it's like two quid a bottle. Like, really? I even see people online, like Facebook Marketplace, eBay, eBay especially, 60 quid for a creative of 12. Like... And people are paying it. Why? It's a bottle of water or juice or hydration juice or whatever the hell it is. Is it because it's Logan Paul? It's this generation, these young generation. Once they see a big time YouTuber, you know, when they release like a, a, a t-shirt or a, like, for example, a drink or whatever, people are fighting over the walls to get it. Okay, yes, I'm a YouTuber. I have a, I have a bit of a following. And stuff like that. But if I was, if I have millions and millions of followers, and I seen people actually fighting physically in the sh in the like the shops to get the stuff that I'm putting out there for, I'd be putting a video out on YouTube saying, "Guys, stop fighting in the stores. We'll get more to you. You know, you'll all get one eventually. Stop fighting with yourselves. Like, what are you doing? Are you mad? Okay, don't get me wrong. Look at Paul's probably rubbing his hands together and thinking, "On KSI, going, yeah, I'm making a few million out of this here. This is easy money. Blah blah blah." But, like, I've seen some videos on Instagram, YouTube, people queuing outside Asda stores at, like, 5 a.m. in the morning, overnight, to get a drink. Like, why? It's a drink. If you're going to buy something, it's going to last you. Like, for example, say you're buying a PlayStation 5 or a big screen TV or... You're buying something for your, your family or something that's materialistic that's going to last you. But a drink? Really? <laughs> Speaking of drinks today, guys, today I'm actually sitting here with a lovely carton, not drink, uh, not glass, carton of pure orange juice, which is actually quite tasty. I'll tell you drink here I'm talking to you. I'm treating my throat today to lovely pure orange juice. But, yeah. This was actually orange juice was actually cheaper than Logan Paul's prime drink. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they're all fighting on the shelves to get to this drink. Why? Like, seriously, why? Anybody who listens to my podcast, you're probably all the young ones probably get in touch with me now. But you don't understand. It's a great drink and blah 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 blah. Oh really, is it? Well, I've never tasted it. And to be honest with you, I probably never will taste it unless Lewis gets a bottle of it. But even turning to me all day, Lewis and goes, Dad, come go down the aisles at like opening time to get a drink. But <laughs> I hold on, dead on, whatever. No chance. And then after we rec stopped recording the podcast yesterday, um, Dad then took us back out again last, well, tea time ish yesterday over to Newton Arge to. I went over to get some like bits and bobs more shopping for the house food wise. Asda in the supermarket in the shopping centre list straight over to Asda. And dad, there's no prime. What's a recorded part of that, by the way, for today's YouTube channel or video which I'm gonna put out soon. But yeah, dad, oh dad, there's no no prime in there either. And I'm going, Oh my goodness, your heart your life's over. Like seriously, your life is over because you haven't got a bottle of prime. Seriously, wake up, son. It's only a bottle of juice or a bottle of flavoured water, whatever you call Oh, but dad, everybody's getting stuff. I'm like, okay, Lewis. So I've seen parents even posting stuff on Facebook and Instagram and whatever else saying. Any parents out there or anybody out there who has an opinion on this prime drink, seriously, drop me an email. Mirrorarmypodcast at yahoo.com. Contact me on social, whatever way you want to do. Instagram, Facebook. Contact me and let me know what you... I've seen, I seen crates of it on Marketplace last night on Facebook for 60 quid, 70 quid. People fighting over this drink. Seriously? Why? For the love of Pete, why? I don't know. The world's going bonkers. And speaking about the world going bonkers, the stuff that I've saw the last few days about protesters... Now, I was going to save this for the Unleashed podcast because I want to be a little bit more vocal on this one. But 
the things that I've saw the last few days in relation to some protesters. Now, don't get me wrong, there's always been protesters out there about different things, like, you know, pollution, you know, animal cruelty, you know, women's rights, all these different protests that you see throughout the years. Even before I was born, Mum used to tell me about the stories about the protesters, about, you know, all these different things. And that's fine. If you've got an opinion on something, like, for example, during the COVID lockdowns, people were meeting for, you know, protests in the street about, you know, lockdowns and the COVID job and all this here stuff. A healthy protest is fine. Voice your opinion, 100%, no problem. What I've seen recently are these lunatics, and that's a nice word to describe it, lunatics out there. What I've seen recently has actually made, I know this is a family-friendly podcast, but I'm going to say this once. This makes my piss boil, my anger rise for what I've seen this past week. People going in to the likes of supermarkets and standing, pour, going into the milk section and taking gallons and um, litres and litres of milk and pouring it all over the floor. Screaming about rights. I seen one the other day. And they were saying, oh, you're affecting the cows because the cows are being treated, mistreated and all. Milk, the company, you're, you're, you're hurting the cows with this milk crap. And, and then there was nor one that were doing the same thing, but I think they were saying something different. But this one stood out for me. Hang on a wee second here. Have I got this wrong here? But if you don't milk a cow, is that a bad, is that a bad thing if you don't milk a cow? From what I was always told growing up. That apart, and I, I could be wrong here, and I correct me if I'm wrong. If you don't milk a cow, the the milk inside the cow could act. If you don't release it from the cow's body, it could actually kill the cow. And milk is for us to our daily lives, like your tea, your coffee, which those weirdos drink. You know your your morning cereal, all the different things you use milk for, bacon, cooking, all different things. And these fools are protesting about it, and they're pouring it all over the sh- all over the floor, and they're standing, screaming, and yelling. Like I seen a really good one. Now, I I understand there's people out there who are vegans. I I'm not a vegan. I love a good stick, and I'll be honest with you. Anybody out there who's a vegan, I'm not being disrespectful to you, but at the end of the day, I love a good bit, a good bit of beef, a good bit of steak, sausages, bacon. I I'll, I love it all. I know a lot of people who are actually friends of mine who are vegans and they don't go around the way that some of these nutcases do these days like shoving it down your throat Veganry's the way to be you gotta eat your food this way you do not eat meat that's fine people have been protesting for years about you know about animals being cooked to cows and and, and, and shit and lamb and things like that there. and that, that's fine and everybody has their own opinion and all not healthy protest and all that's completely fine that's your, that's your choice of life I am not standing against that but I've seen this absolute nutcase and I'm going to that's a, that's a nice way of putting it nutcase walking into a supermarket in England last week walking over to all the steaks and the mints and all and laying roses on top of every single one on the shelf like, this is why I want to save this for the Unleashed podcast. So I can actually, like, properly speak about this. But is this guy out of his mind? Laying roses on top of steaks and sausages and whatever else, saying, oh, rest in peace. Oh, good. And I'm like, what is going on with these people? Then yesterday, I saw people gluing themselves to the road. Like, literally gluing themselves to the road. And I seen a video on, I think it was Instagram last night. These two ladies from England, and fair play to them. This, this, wee, this wee millennial, as I like to call them. We do-gooder who thinks the world spins around him, stand there. Why are you protesting today, son? And he's like, oh, because of oil and blah, blah, blah. But you use that oil still to fuel cars and... Do all these different things that oil he does every day. And he's like, oh yeah, but and then the girl goes, So what are you oh like for example, oil for cars, electric cars? He says, Well, can you pay forty grand for the car you you're supposed everybody's supposed to be driving and paying for all this easy electric prices to charge him because electric's to the roof at the minute? And all these scenarios that he was protesting against, these two ladies made a real good valid point, and he couldn't answer them. Because he wants to be part of this movement 
the, the these nutcases, these millennial agents who are walking around super gluing themselves to fricking roads. Like in our one, for example, the person standing outside, where was it? Some store in England. A guy dressed as a woman stands screaming about fossil fuels. Like he was wearing like a, a, a boob tube top with a long skirt and glasses and he's standing and all these people are looking. And these guys are actually shouting at him. You know, and I, do you know something? I'm actually, I'm actually going to say it, but I'm going to beep it out. Okay? They were calling him a a a time waster. Uh, what else were they calling him? Uh, a moron. You know, you sick. Uh, whatever it was. Else. I'm more. So I beeped the language out. I know it's family friendly, but I beeped it out. But go and try and find that video online. The guy has a freaking nutcase. If you have a healthy protest and you have a point to make, protest. But these, and then there's another one. Outside Scotland Yard. Of all the places in the bloody UK to go, Scotland Yard. Now, I don't know why it was paint or, or, or something else. The, the famous Scotland Yard police station sign in, in London. Another big sign spins around. It's been famous for years and years. You used to see it on news reports over the years and all. And this silly girl is standing. That's me being nice, by the way. This silly girl standing, spraying all this stuff all over it and screaming about this and screaming about that. And these people are looking at her going, Darling, do you realise you just put yourself in jail? Like, really? The things that I've saw this week, these nutcases are doing, and I'm looking at myself going, okay, there was, they were always, always about, this is my opinion, they've always been about these loony tunes, as I call them. You know, these nutcases go around thinking that life owes them everything. These wee millennials, they'll go around floating on clouds, thinking everything's cool and hip and... Don't worry about life. Life will sort itself out, and everything will fall into place. Don't worry about everything else. Whether well, it's people, normal people like ourselves out there working our ass off and worry about how we're going to pay the bills and keep the heating on and electricity and feed the kids and you know how we're going to pay their. And these guys are walking through life going, "Oh, everything will be fine," floating on their wee cloud, floating through life and all. And I'm like, really? These these clowns have been around for a long time. But I've noticed since COVID happened where police couldn't touch them and police couldn't go near them because of the uh, social distancing nonsense and all these rules and blah, blah, blah. And it's just got worse since COVID. And that's my opinion. It's got worse since COVID. And I've noticed now over the last couple of days, and from what I've read online from a, a good news source, which I'm not going to declare, um, that a police now have been told to be given more power like, for example, these nutcases supergluing themselves to the windows of shops and supergluing themselves to the ground, supergluing themselves to lampposts and all, can just be walked up, dragged away, cuffed and put in custody, which I think should be done. Like, for the last two years over COVID and all, you couldn't go near them and couldn't touch them, and now please are just walking up and saying, is that right? Just up, up with a scruff, cuffed, bang, see you later, bye-bye. In my day, and even before my day, if you'd done stuff like that, you were lifted automatically on the spot, you were asked to move, if you didn't move, arrested, bang. I saw a wee older man yesterday, actually, before I close this subject, you'll probably find the video online somewhere, this wee old man, was these, these nutcases were lying across the road in central London, protesting about something that, I think it was one of the ones who were trying to like super glue themselves to the ground as well, or something like that anyway, and he just got out of his car, and he, he, he was like, seriously, what a legend, he just got out of the car and went, get off this road now, I don't want to repeat everything he said, because like, obviously, I don't want to swear again, like, but the way he's like, get off this road. Who the hell? Get it. And he just started dragging them off the road. Get the... F and going back to what those ladies said as well, you know, there was ambulances and all trying to get through this road and this wee millennial standing there and them two ladies were challenging him says, you know, if that ambulance is trying to get to somebody who probably having a heart attack or whatever, I'm glad it's not my mum and dad trying to get to a heart attack now because if it was, I'd be kicking your ass down the street. And it goes back to another story I remember during one of the lockdowns as well where this woman was stuck in traffic trying to get to the hospital behind the almonds of her mum who was having a heart attack and these whippersnapper millennial weirdo creepy wee grammar educated morons were blocking the road and she jumped out of her car and ran out in front of the almonds and says freaking move now my mum could be dying here and you lying there over something over but like, get the frig out of the way now and they're just sitting there going oh we protest about do like, i don't know whatever it was you can't shear sheep or something to make jumpers but they're sitting wearing wooly jumpers like really it doesn't make no sense 
But these people, this last week, are just like, what are you doing? Are you completely mad? Like, do you like jail? Do you want to spend jail time? But come back again in closing. If you have a protest about something and you want to go to a peaceful protest, that is absolutely fine. I have nothing against you whatsoever. But some of these nutcases are just like, what are you doing? You absolute mad rocket. You're wired to the moon. Like, and it's just a lot of this younger ones in this generation are so overprivileged, thinking they're 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 entitled. The way they walk around, like everything spins around them, and they think the world owes them, and they don't want to put the work in, and they just want everything handed to them. And it's just like, wow, if this generation's like this now, what the hell is it going to be like in another 10, 15, 20 years from now? It's worrying. It really, really is worrying. But I just wanted to touch on that subject, guys, because, to be quite honest with you, for what I saw this past week, it was like, what are these nutcases doing? Are they mad? Anyway, I know what they say. Uh, I got a really cool message on Instagram the other day. Oh, I just popped it in my head there now. I'm actually read it out before I continue on with the podcast. Got a really cool email or message, sorry, on Instagram from a gentleman um, called Liam from Birmingham. Um, runs a wee business called Variety Prince, which, guys, to be quite honest with you, is actually quite a cool wee business. I was checking out some of their stuff. Really, really cool. Trust me. Um, he sent me a wee email there this past Thursday evening. Um, he just wrote to me the following. Been listening to your podcast the past few days while working, and I'm really enjoying them. It's just so down to earth and real. Keep up the work, Matthew, from Liam and Birmingham. So I replied to him, just send him a give him a wee shout-out and stuff and give his wee business a shout-out and stuff like that there. And he said, obviously, he'd appreciate it and stuff like that there. So, guys, if you are looking for any type of stationary stuff, like whether any... It, it's it, You need to go and check out their, their, their website, guys, at varietyprints.co.uk. Really, really cool stuff. They do, like, all different types of things, you know, for your office stationery, you know, I'm going to actually try and see if I can get a, a, a Liverpool Road sign off him. Because um, some, some of the stuff he does on there, guys, is just really, really cool. Um, you know, all your different stationery stuff, you know, like your mugs and key rings and signs and bags and, you know, cups and all your wee stationery things throughout your house and just really, really cool stuff there. Like, it's really, really, really cool. Um, Varietyprints.co.uk or if you want to follow me on, on Instagram, guys, it's Varietyprints. It's V-A-R-I-E-T-Y. I think I've got that right. Variety Prince. Um, and their website, PrideOfPrince.co.uk. Check out some of their stuff. Um, they get do free, as from what I can see here on their profile, they do uh, free UK delivery. They've been around about two and a half years now from West Midlands and Birmingham. Uh, themed giftware. Print aver- uh, advertising. I'm speak this morning. <laughs> advertisement services. Um, and they do thousands and thousands and thousands of orders a week. Or, a month, or even in a month, guys. They're really, really cool stuff. Check out their Instagram, Ferrari.Prince. Really, really cool guys. So big shout out to Liam. And thanks for the message. My friend, I do appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be getting in touch with you soon to get some stuff ordered. Um, make it, we need Liverpool sign order for Lewis's room because Lewis's room is getting decorated soon. If he ever decides to shift this throat infection. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, check them out. Really, really cool business. And, uh, yeah, thanks for the message, Liam. I do appreciate it. Let's go on the another one here from Instagram. Yes, uh, an Instagram message here from Callum. Callum wants to know, Hi Matthew, will you ever be doing any FIFA 23 videos with your son on his YouTube channel? Uh, <laughs> he's been asking me to come on his YouTube channel for months now. Yes, I probably will, uh, eventually. Um, I've got FIFA 23 myself, like, but FIFA 23 is quite good this year. I thoroughly enjoyed it, so I have. And yeah, it's been really, really cool. So there you go. Uh, let's have a look here tonight. I'll go into the uh, emails itself now. I have got it open here on my iPad here. Speaking of iPads, <laughs> I haven't used my iPad properly for a long time. My old iPad, they opened it up yesterday. See some of the stuff that I found that the kids I'm going to post on Instagram over the next few days. My good God, the photographs that I found of the kiddies from about eight years ago. My God, there's so many random ones. Like, I think the most random one that I found was like early 2019. Dad and Brooke in a, in a like a shop type thing, and Brooke sitting inside a trolley, a small baby trolley. And Dad's pushing around up and down the house. <laughs> it's absolutely stupid. <laughs> Unbelievable, so it is. 
Oh, well, here we go. Let's get into the normal here. We email her. Let's have a look here. Ah, there we go. One there. Okay, from Chris. Chris wants to know, hi, Matthew. Hi, Ariat. Love the podcast. Love it. Listen to it every week. Enjoy the Unleashed version, which seems to give you a side of yourself that we normally don't see on your YouTube channel. Well, that is, that's the whole reason why it's called the Unleashed podcast. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Absolutely love it. Love to meet you someday in person. Keep up the good work. Love the videos. I've been a fan for a long time. Thank you very much for the email. Appreciate it. Yes, um, that's why the Unleashed podcast was was designed for me to be more myself. Um, I try and keep the YouTube channel as family friendly as possible, um, because with all the YouTube standards and practices now, well, you can't do this and you can't do that, and then obviously you get the the millennial lefties coming in with their be coming to chase you and hit you hit you over the head with their Guardian newspaper. Yeah, you can't swear. You can't do this. You can't do that. Oh, you offended me by saying that. Okay. Fair enough. Tell you what you can do with your Guardian newspaper. <laughs> oh, well, here we go. Right, I'm the other one here. Okay, I've got one here from Yasmin. Do you know, Yasmin, that is a beautiful name. I've never heard that name for a long time. I haven't heard that name for a long, long time. Here we go. Yasmin is from... Where's she from? London. Hello, Yasmin. How are you? Hi Matthew, love the podcast. I currently work at a Yankee candle store here in London. I was just wondering to see, do you like candles? Do you like candles in your home? Does your daughter like candles because she's a girl? What is your status on candles in your home? Candles? Okay, well, yes, I do like candles. I do like a nice smelling candle in my house. Yes, I do. Um, Brooke loves her candles. Brooke's always buying candles all the time. I always keep one in my living room to keep the living room a nice smell. Um, my brother always laughs at me all the time, calls me a big girl's blouse, like, but that's a different story. But yes, we do, um, like candles. I, I buy candles all the time for the, the, the likes of the living room. Um, I used to have them in the bedroom all the time whenever Sandra and I were together. She used to love her candles. And she also used to have one of these, what was it called? Oh, it's like a lamp thing. Is it, is it a, not a lava lamp. What do you call those lamps? The, it looks like a big rock. I forgot the name of it now. She used to have it in the bedroom. It was actually quite relaxing, so it was to have it in the room. What was it called? I can't even remember now. It'll come back to me. But yeah, candles in the house. Yeah, I do actually like candles in the house. Cause I like the house smelling nice. I love Christmas time candles because there's a certain candle you can get that makes it smell like Christmas. I, I know it sounds stupid. Christmas candles. I just love the smell of that. What is it? What, what's that flavour again? I can't My head's a blank today, honestly. But yeah, I do have candles in the house and I don't mind actually having them in the house because it keeps the house smelling nice, especially when you got two smelly teenagers in the house. Right, I've got another one question I'm going to read out here and I from the email normallypodcast at yahoo.com from Rebecca. Rebecca wants to know, Matthew, what is your what is your opinion on Joe Biden? I want to read the rest of this now, but just pause for a wee second. Joe Biden, so many jokes, so many things to say. <laughs> Okay, and the email continues on saying, the way he keeps stammering his words, gets confused, likes to sniff women's hair, <laughs> my God, and his most recent actions with that teenage girl, telling her to not be involved with men until their 30s in a creepy way. What is your thoughts of him? Me personally, I don't like him. I think he's old and creepy, should be in a car home and should not be president and leader of the free world. I know Donald Trump was a womanizer, but he got the job done. He also had the taxes lowered. He had the economy booming. He also had, I'm just laughing because of Joe Biden question. He also had unemployment at its low, and he was a great president, even though he was a bit of a womanizer. What's your thoughts on Joe Biden? What's my thoughts on Joe Biden? Oh my God. <laughs> Joe Biden, right, okay, where should I start? Um. This is the man who said to prepare for the hurricane coming, you must get vaccinated. This is the guy who stumbles his words, stammers his words, forgets where he is. Um, let's describe America in two words. Yeah, that's Joe Biden, the guy who is a creepy old man, in my opinion, who should not be in charge of the United States of America or the free world. The guy who I like to call sleepy Joe Biden, who should be in a car home. Um, the man who is not capable for office, who reads off a teleprompter, but when he reads off the teleprompter where it says, 
like for example, say he's reading the paragraph and then it says uh, space or whatever, or take a break away. He reads that as well instead of actually doing it. You know, the guy is completely insane. Like that, that uh, thing the other day with that young teenage girl telling her to stay involved with men, should we say, in that way, until she's in her 30s. Really creepy. The way he is around young girls is very creepy. Um, there's a lot of controversy around his son. Uh, you probably all know what this Hunter Biden, I think you call him. Am I right? I think I am really right. Um, honestly, I think the old man should be in a car home. Falls down steps. Falls off his bike. Um, yeah, it says he has COVID twice inside a week. Um, could it go on? Um, even the time where he was coming in the office as well, Donald Trump exposed him for doing deals with countries that shouldn't be done for personal gain for himself, which obviously was proven. But honestly, the answer to your question, I, I think that Joe Biden shouldn't be in charge. And a lot of people who did vote for him now are regretting that and obviously wish they had a vote at the other side. Now, don't get me wrong about Donald Trump. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you a true story here, guys. This is no word of a lie. I swear to you on my children, I met Donald Trump back in 20, or 20, 2007 in Detroit, outside Ford Field, as I was heading into WrestleMania. He was shaking a few hands with people and stuff like that there. He was part of the show. He was in a, a, he was in a match, but he wasn't, well, he was a wee bit of physicality in the match, where it was called the Battle of the Billionaires, where it was him against Vince McMahon. They picked a wrestler each, and whoever lost had to have their head shaved bald. Obviously, Vince lost the match because the way Donald Trump was going to shave his head. Um, we got to see Donald Trump stone cold and another wrestler shave Vince McMahon's head live which was a great experience. Over 80,000 people in the stadium that night. It was a great atmosphere. We shook his hand briefly and said hello, and he was like, oh, no, that's not an accident from here. It was like, yeah, Northern Ireland. He was all oh, good golfing country. And away he went. So, big dude. Big, big dude, Donald Trump. But honestly, in my opinion, he should have been remained as, as, as the uh, Prime Minister. The, <laughs> I keep saying Prime Minister, because all I hear about today is about Liz Truss possibly getting the boot. Um, what a, what a short-term Prime Ministership that was. More lies, more corrupt politicians. All the lies that they told us over the last two years especially. But anyway, yes, back to Donald Trump. Um, yeah, you know, I know obviously he's a bit of a womanizer and, you know, he's a good businessman though. And the way he had the country running at the time, which was fantastic, you know, even immigration was down, the employment was up, the economy was doing great, it was booming, doing so, so well. And then as soon as Sleepy Joe came in, everything fell through the floor. You know what I mean? Everything just fell through the floor. And honestly, Sleepy Joe shouldn't even be there. He should be in a car home. Like sitting there saying, the best way to prepare for a hurricane, for a hurricane and, and, and the other things like earthquakes and all that there and the likes of Florida and Texas and all that there, you must get vaccinated. Like, what? Are you like, what? Like, seriously? Sleepy Joe Biden should not be there. And after what I saw the other day with that wee young girl, honestly, that guy is... I hate to see people going downhill because, again, go back to what I said at the start of this podcast, I work with elderly people, and when they start like losing their wee minds and stuff like that, they're, it's heartbreaking because they forget things and things like that. But why, for the love of Pete, did they let that man run for office when they knew he wasn't a fit state? He hasn't got a clue. Honestly, he's... Oh, I could talk about him all day. I mean, some of the funny videos I've seen going around about him as well, and obviously celebrities and stuff like that get their funny videos made about him. It's happened to me personally as well. But just leave me Joe Biden. My goodness me. That man should not be in office. And if Donald Trump gets back in again, you're going to see big, big changes. And here's the thing. I was watching an interesting video the other day on Donald Trump where he was predicting things that were going to happen with China and stuff like that, and viruses and things like that, 10 years ago. Like, unreal. Unreal. The, the funniest one I've seen recently, or in recent years, is The Simpsons. The Simpsons Get It Right Again, as it's called, where they predict things back in the day on The Simpsons program, and then eventually, like, say, 20-odd years later, it actually happens. Like the coronavirus... Like all Donald Trump becoming the the president of America and all these different things happening, uh-huh. it's crazy, absolutely crazy. But again, 
I look at Joe Biden as being part of the way the world is a mess at the minute because all of these, these corrupt politicians just touched on there. Let's trust the Prime Minister of UK possibly getting the boot because of her lies and again not following through and keeping her promises to uh, us, the the uh, the people of the UK. But even our government over here in Northern Ireland is a complete mess as well. You know, everything's all up the left and they tell you one thing and then everything something happens differently. It's just politicians are just so corrupt nowadays you don't know what one to believe and who to believe that's why i don't get involved in politics that's why i don't i i, I went to school with people who, who are involved in politics and i look at them sometimes and go why did you get involved in politics it's the most corrupt business ever and then i could see and go oh but the thing is, just a typical politician answer and i go right okay i'm away bye-bye i don't get involved in politics but to close this subject about joe biden joe biden should not and I repeat, should not be Prime Minister, President of the United States of America, because I think he's as mad as a bucket of frogs. He's mad. He's nuts. And the way he gets on is just creepy and eerie, and it's just like, please get rid of that man. He is just done. No, thank you. He's not my cup of tea. No, thank you. Moving on. <laughs> Thanks for your questions, guys. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, just want to touch here on um, Thursday's podcast coming up, the Unleashed version. Now, today is Tuesday. Tomorrow morning, I'm planning to head over to the supermarket to speak to the manager once again to get some interviews from businesses and maybe some of their punters in relation to the cost of living crisis. Great response from last week's podcast, guys, from last week where we were talking about it. Thank you for all your emails. Do appreciate it. Some of you were saying how much you're paying out each week for your electricity, your gas, and stuff like that. There, and I hear Northern Ireland a bit did make a bit of an announcement there. Um, it's Power and I, I think it is the electric company, are dropping their prices by ten percent, which is a wee bit of a, a wee bit of a sort of good news in a way. I saw yesterday when I was at the petrol station with Dad that the the, the petrols dropped a little bit too as well. So a lot of he's been getting in touch with me again about this whole cost of living crisis. As I said to you, I'm going out tomorrow morning, bright and early heading over to the supermarket to try and get some uh, interviews and stuff like that for Thursday's podcast, so stay tuned for that. I haven't heard back, guys, from the entertainment places just open up here in Bangor and listen to interviewing some of the talent, but what I'm going to try and do over the next few days and week or so is get in contact with some of the local uh, places in, in, in obviously the Bangor area and beyond who are doing like, you know, like bands and entertainment and things like that there and stand-up acts and things they got there and we'll try and maybe try and get out and get some interviews and try and help promote the local community that way um but yeah i'm just trying to get as much done as i can for the podcast um but again because of the subject with the whole cost of living i'm definitely going to tomorrow morning to try and get these interviews so i'm even going to post a photograph on instagram to even try and show to you that i'm out and about doing something but guys, all your messages have been really appreciated over the last few days because it's just been great to hear from you all. And all your, it's obviously heartbreaking to hear. Like for example, I was talking about last week about that man, him and his wife owned the business, the wee corner, but shop business and stuff like that. It's just wow. I got back to that, that gentleman last week. I sent him a message and he got back to me straight away, saying thanks for the shout out and stuff on the podcast. And you know, I've started to notice the difference as well there this past week as well since I last spoke to you with the whole gas prices you know it's crazy the prices were just scandalous but we'll save that for thursday's podcast i mean the whole podcast is not going to be just dedicated to that but obviously we'll try to have those interviews for thursday for you they'll be played out as well in full so there you go but thanks for that guys but that's pretty much what i'm up to i'm a football training tonight which i'm looking forward to getting up there I have a wee interview to do with the manager tonight um, guys, do us a wee favour if you can. Uh, if you're a football fanatic out there like myself, um, check out Welders TV. Um, check out the interviews I done last week with a couple of the players and stuff. I'm heading to Bird tonight to interview the manager and obviously try and get a couple of other interviews with our people as well. Um, and try and do a bit of match build up for the match coming up this weekend. We're away this weekend, just across Belfast, uh, not Breda, but we're away this weekend. So, um, Tomorrow night, which is going, I'm looking forward to the morning as well. Wednesday night, because Liverpool are playing tomorrow night against West Ham at Anfield. Hopefully, we can move on from that big win <laughs> the weekend. Where hey, we beat Man City to oh, 1 0 at Anfield. Good old Mo Salah back in form again, scoring goals. 
all happy, all good. Um, you haven't checked out the live reaction video, go and check it out on the channel now, guys. Appreciate it. But um, yeah, I'm going to pretty much wrap up this uh, podcast for today. Um, bit of a shorter version. Um, this week's unleashed version is going to be a bit more extended. And hopefully we'll have those interviews on it as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, so once again, before I go, guys, you want to um, check out our website, brewarmy.co.uk for all your merch, so uh, social media, photographs, and more. Also, all our videos from all our YouTube channels, all across all the different channels we have, Murray Army YouTube channel, Revan Football Adventures, and more, murrarmy.co.uk. Guys, please get in touch with us again with email if you want to talk about anything at all on the show, Podcast at yahoo.com. Also, all the social media links, official Matthew Moore on Instagram, and also Mirror Army YouTube on Facebook. Right, I'm going to go and get this put together and continue on with my day and then head off the football tonight. So, guys, I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're having a good week. And thanks for all your support. I do appreciate it. Um, the numbers are starting to grow, as I said to you in last week's podcast, about the numbers we are in the first 30 days of being on Apple Music here in, obviously, the Irish rankings and obviously the uk as well i'm so surprised to see but all your support and all your downloads on spotify apple music um the youtube channel is starting to get a wee bit sort of so-so but it's mostly on those platforms i do appreciate all your support guys it means a lot obviously for you to listen to me ramble on two days a week to talk a biggest load of nonsense but yes <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's, it's, it's going to be a, a good road because i've got a lot more stories to tell you over the next few months i'm going to try and get more guests on the show and try and get more things sorted for the podcast over the next few weeks so bear with me i will try i'm trying to balance everything out now i've got this extra responsibility of a podcast between my jobs and obviously being a dad and obviously football life and all different things that go on in my life which you don't see on youtube i do try and balance as much as i can so yes bear with me this will be a hell of a run and the thing about it is I'm not on radio like I used to be, and I can continue this podcast on for as long as I see fit, which is not going to be ending any time soon. So for all you haters out there who are still trying to troll me from last week, ever since I mentioned just last week, keep trolling because I'm going to keep on laughing and keep on moving forward. There you go. <laughs> right, guys, until Thursday, have a, enjoy the rest of your week, whatever you're doing. Thanks for tuning in, and until Thursday... I'll see you all back here for another episode of the Murami Podcast, unleashed on Thursday, by the way. So for all you haters out there, I'm looking forward. I love Thursdays because the, uh, so to say, the um, the restrictions are taken off. So I'm looking forward to Thursday. So until Thursday, guys, I'll see you all soon. Thanks for listening.